It's important not just to form a single view. I found very often that I've been in a situation where I thought that somebody was doing a great job and that view wasn't shared by his or her peers or wasn't shared by the people who worked for that person. And there may be good reasons for that, but you need to understand them because if you're going to work off of your own uh, judgment only or your own data points uh, and promote the people who you think are doing well, if that view isn't shared beneath then, uh, or, or around the sides or by customers, then you're creating a conflict that you should have resolved before you did it. You may end up with the same decision, but you should understand what you're doing before you do it. So you need to create a, a complete picture uh, if you can. So um, can you think of an example that you could talk me through anonymized of where that actually happened and you became aware that, that the story wasn't quite as it first appeared? Um, let me give you an example to see if it helps you sort of formulate, formulate it because as you were talking there, um, an experience just came flooding back to me. Mm, mm. I was part of a team that was involved in helping restructure a department after change and we were interviewing for um, who should take on the supervisory roles. Yes. And there was one woman in particular who, based upon the results of the teams that she had led, was head and shoulders above everyone else, just on the bare facts. And if you talk to her about how she ran her teams, you'd think that she was clearly the obvious candidate to get this, this role because she presented a picture of someone who was caring and involved, firm and authoritative, but, but uh, very much uh, uh, interested in the people that she worked with and, and who reported to her uh, good interactions with, with customers and so forth. When we talked more widely, and we were tipped off that we should maybe have um, careful discussions with people who had interacted with her and been in her team, and work, we worked quite hard to create an environment where they felt they could open up. It turned out she was a bully mm. and that that's how she got her results and she was actually very aggressive and, and yeah, was, was, was a bully. And um, that completely changed our, our picture. Now, it was actually quite difficult to then bring that to her attention because all the people that she bullied said, but don't tell her because they feared her so much. Yes. And... We tried all sorts of, of competency-based interviews, as they used to call them, to try and get her to give an indication that she would have that, that somewhat uh, rather uncaring, aggressive style. She was also, um, one of her other problems was that she was quite divisive and very cliquey, so she would create little yep. inner circles, which, which led to division in, in groups and, and fear and so forth. Yeah, I mean, I can think of one situation where um, uh, I almost became aware of a situation... By accident, I was reviewing one of the geographical businesses and the review didn't go particularly well because the business was um, not achieving its short-term forecast. But also there were significant technical issues within, within the business which went somewhat unanswered uh, within the review. The review wrapped up and the general manager in question then ensconced himself in the the meeting room and he got his team who were all at a distance in a different time zone on a call so i just happened to walk in on this discussion 
because I think I'd left a notebook in the room or something, or maybe I just found an excuse to just walk back in. I really can't remember, but I, what I walked into was a shouting match, basically. And of course, that particular individual's performance in the meeting had been very calm and serene, and all right, maybe there were issues, but he was on top of them. But it told me that he was effectively blaming his team for not pre-arming him for what happened in the review with me. So exactly what you described. So this is difficult because you, you, you do need to understand what the dynamics are between the people who work in your organisation and how they work in their organisation. And you don't want to do that in some way which is in any way intrusive. You certainly don't want to be spying on them. But you do need to know. And I think the right way to do this is, is to... And I, and I was always very open with people... Uh, and I would say, look, you, you know, the people in this room, you work for me directly. I hold you accountable for everything we agree to do, whether it's financial performance, for revenue, uh, delivering projects, reporting to uh, my board, whatever we have to do. I will work formally through you. But I will have dialogue with your team. The people who work with you, they will get phone calls from me. You tell them to expect me to call them. Uh, their, their numbers will be in my speed dial. They will get calls from me and I will ask them about their projects. And so, you know, my contact matrix, my, you know, direct contract matrix, matrix would typically be the 8 to 10 people who work for me directly and the 50 to 80 people who worked for them and, and they would get regular calls mm. from me. Mm. And, you know, I was not looking for to, to, to kind of you know create trouble in an organization but I think it's it, it's fair and most of the time that uh, that helps you mm. and you can then ask questions about things and the, the the right objective is that you're trying to get a bit more flavor you know so we had a good review with your boss yesterday about project X and uh, I'd like to understand a bit more about where you're sourcing this technology from or that technology and you get another picture i mean if i presented something to to a board of directors then i wouldn't expect the people who helped me to present it to be shocked by what i presented it should be transparent mm. i might synthesize it i might pracy it down i might gloss over some of the detail because i thought it wasn't necessarily pertinent to the argument but it should be consistent. Mm. You should never have a situation where, and it's probably a good test for a leader to say, well, you know, if I, you know, if if I took somebody into that uh, meeting from two levels down the organisation, would they be shocked by what I presented? And if they if they would, then you've got a transparency issue. Mm. Not really mm. transparent up and down the organisation. Mm. Now, obviously, some things are very confidential, and you have to deal with them in a certain way but uh, you should be comfortable that you've got a transparent uh, flow of communication through an organization.